Please consult your doctor before beginning any diet or fitness regimen. This is the Bunzarelli Show. I got a keto question for you. Yeah. Because I am embracing the keto. Like, it's, it's just it's slowly happening. Because I'm like, okay. at least even if I'm like eating a little more than I should, at least if I'm following this one rule, it's just, you know, something. Like, right now I'm drinking a double vodka drink, you know? But I struggle with, I just don't like them <laughs> that much, you know? I mean, maybe right. it's because I drink them with just hardcore with like unflavored seltzers. You ever, did you try my Sprite Zero one? I did. I did like it. So I might just do that. Uh, I yeah. think that I think that's awesome. the easiest answer. It's better than White Claws. I think it is, yeah. Because the White Claw, it's like, it's just like because I say, well, this giant White Claw I'm drinking too much is three carbs, they're terrible, and it's expensive. You're right. Yeah, yeah, they're they're expensive, and they're I I did it out of cheapness. I tried the vodka Sprite Zero at first, mm-hmm. but after I finished that two liter bottle of soda with it, however many drinks it turned into, I went back to White Claws. And I was like, I was like, oh, let me buy a White Claws and treat myself. I was like, this isn't even a treat. I don't even want it, you know? Yeah, just get myself. That's the thing. I, I punish myself too much because we're thinking about like the aspartame. Yeah, you're already drinking vodka soda. You're yeah. It's like um, it's like cooking chicken breast and being like, well, I'm not even gonna put any oil on it or in the yeah. marinade. It's like, no, you're already eating chicken breast. Yeah, you know, put some freaking marinade. It make it good. What I was saying was yeah. like the three carbs and stuff in the beer trivial, but I think the reason why it gets people is because. Yeah, uh, Mick Ultra is two point five carbs, but it's it's but <laughs> no, nobody nobody ever up. drinks one Mick Ultra. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's the real thing, you know. Yeah, you gotta do um. Well, really, I just stopped drinking when I started keto. Yeah, I stopped drinking for for the first um few weeks or maybe a couple weeks. It was a very it was a long time ago, so I forget. But one thing was switching to it. Oh, don't worry about how much you eat. Because yeah. that will straighten itself out after you've been doing it for a week. Mm-hmm. And just don't – and yeah, you got to find the things that work, and you just stick with those things. Because me and you do that anyway. Yeah. So, you know, like I used to eat a ham and cheese sandwich every day for lunch. And um, so then you just find like, okay, what's a keto lunch that I like? And the way you do it is you don't look up keto recipes because then it's like, okay, well, chicken salad with this much of this, this much of this. It's like, well, you're not so concerned with the recipe itself what you want to watch is like youtube videos where they're like what i eat in a day where the girl just says yeah for lunch today i'm just doing um this many ounces chicken this many ounces mayo and a bunch of seasonings but just showing like how like what her meals look like you know what i mean and it just gives you ideas rather than like oh here's this and plus when you look up recipes like um garrett went on keto and the first day he's on it, he tries to cook this pasta stuff that's disgusting, this keto pasta. <laughs> and he tries to have that with sauce. And he's like, oh, it's disgusting. So I quit the diet. I'm like, yeah, because you, you, it's like those miracle noodles. Or it'd be, you know, it'd be like, it'd be like, um, like there's keto pizzas out there. Yeah. Now, the keto pizzas, I love them. But if you were to eat a keto pizza right now, it would be terrible. Yes. But the way that I did it, and it was easier for me because when I started, there wasn't so many keto things out there. But I just didn't eat pizza. I didn't try to make a fake pizza. I didn't try to make a fake pasta. Yeah. I just found what I did was I found dishes that were just naturally keto, like um wings, a cob salad, chicken chicken wings and blue cheese, and a cob salad. And a cob salad, there's an infinite amount of variations on a cob salad. But mm-hmm. a cob salad is a truly keto meal in itself. You could order a cob salad as is, and you are keto, and it's delicious. 
So you find the one that you like. Like I just did salads and I just kept mixing whatever meat I was putting in the salad and whatever cheese. And I still do that now. That's like one of my go-to things. It's just like basically think of a sandwich and then take off, throw out the bread. Like um, an, not an unwitch, but like one of the, oh, you didn't have the Jersey Mike's one yet. The no, tub the, in the tub. No, by the Jimmy John's uh, yeah, unwitch. Yeah, but it's not like the Jimmy John's one. This is like, that's like a, those are good. Those are awesome. I love them. Yeah. Um, But I'm talking about like a salad, but then you take a, a lot of cold cuts and mix them into the salad and then whatever you know, good stuff you like. And the trick is you just like all the salad dressings in the produce aisle, mm. they're all like those, um, the ranch and the blue cheese, but the ones that are in the cold thing, those yes. are all like 17 grams of fat and like zero or two carbs. Yeah. The Marie's, the Marie's and the team Marzetti's. Like, yes, that's right. Yeah. All of those. Yeah. You get those, especially all oh, the, the Russian or thousand Island. I have a theory about the dressings in the cold aisle. I think I've told you this before, but uh, when I worked at a sports bar, we would get uh, Ken's blue cheese, big like uh, restaurant size tub of it. We'd go in the fridge and everything, and it would taste like awesome. It was so good. Now I bought a bottle of Ken's in the store, and it's like this tastes like bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, why is it? The reason is is because whatever they because because Ken's salad dressing in the restaurant was refrigerated. Ken's salad dressing yeah. in the store is on the, the dry shelf, like ketchup, you know, and mustard. Yeah. I, be- I believe whatever preservative, they, whatever they do to it to make it last at room temperature messes up the flavor. That, that's yeah, that that's why sense. the refrigerator, yeah. it's something with the preservatives or something. Like, I yeah. think they put a lot it, it of whatever. It, it, it takes it from being like a buttermilk, creamy, yeah. yummy awesomeness to like, to not. <laughs> yeah, whatever they got to put <laughs> in it else. to make it last on the shelf, they just put a sh- load of it it dulls the flavor or whatever because like you said the, the marines and stuff you gotta buy that stuff in the refrigerated section There's- so now think of just with this just with the um marie's dressings the variations you could have because i'm not gonna list all of them but just like the ones that i like are thousand island ranch there's like a chipotle ranch that's awesome and um i've seen it i haven't cheese, tried I actually it. don't do blue cheese salads i like blue cheese on my wings yeah. or dip stuff into but not on my salads but those three things, right? So yeah. you get those things, and then you get your bag of salad mix, and you get American salad mix this time. Then the next time you get Caesar salad mix, or then you get green leaf, leaf salad mix. And then you're just putting meat on top of it that's not breaded. You know what I mean? And yeah. this, the numbers on a salad like that, oh, and then a handful of shredded cheese, or you know, even if you have a sliced cheese in the house, throw that in there. And you know what's awesome in salads that I learned from all these like Buddha bowl places? cooked vegetables you know like leftover broccoli from last night's dinner. i could see that because i've cold, done i've kind of done that, that. A salad oh my god it takes it to a whole nother level yeah because you have the soft and the crunch yeah once you figure out how you can just throw anything into a salad the math just works out once you figure out because you say the whole thing is i'm not gonna get too crazy into the numbers 70 to 80 percent fat 10 to 20 protein 5 to 10 carbs now I always go, um, I have mine set on my fitness pal, which I haven't used in years, but yeah. I always had it set to 5% was my target. Right. So just to be safe. So, you know, so you shot high and you could just, you could land low. Yeah. And, and then like, and it's funny cause that's the whole thought process with it because you're trying to hit the high fat and you don't want the protein to be too high. 
Like you can't eat chicken breast. You have to put so much fat on chicken breast. It's very difficult to pull it off. Yeah. Like they'll say in marketing keto stuff, you can't just buy something that says keto on it because you could say that chicken breasts are keto, but nobody could do a keto diet with chicken breast because it's just straight protein that throws off your numbers because it's yes. 70 fat, say 70, 20, 10, 70% fat, 20% protein. So it's not just you need high fat, but you can't go crazy on the protein. And most people are used to, or in our age group, at least, I know we grew up, we were always told, eat all the protein you want. Yes. You know, if you're eating Publix chickens, you can just eat one after another and you're fine. It's, no, it, when you eat too much protein, it, it, it affects your blood sugar like sugar does. It, it turns into sugar in your system. Mm -hmm. So once you find the ratio of, I'm getting off the topic, but for the salads, once you find out like, okay, well, I need this much salad dressing to this much meat. You know what I mean? And then it become when you get, you know, at first you're using the app or some kind of calorie counting app. Yeah. Because it sounds crazy when you start talking to numbers, but you plug the numbers into the app and it, the app tells you. No, me. I've done it. I, I've I've gave it a whirl. Like I, I ran good yeah. on it. I understood it. I understood like, oh, chicken messed me up. I need to like eat some mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah take exactly. a bite out of you some used, blue cheese to get. Calorie tracking apps. Yeah. So it was just a small adjustment for you to yeah. where okay, now instead of looking at the calories number, you click on the ratios tab and you're looking at that. And it's that it's a pie graph and it shows you like, well, your fats, this, you, whatever. So then when you know that, so like, let's say I was using chicken breast in my salad. Yeah. I know to use less chicken breast and I need more thousand Island in my salad now, which is fine. It's so easy to pull off. This is why salads are the easiest thing because however much I look it up and I say, what I, the way I do it is I just keep plugging in the numbers till I get the ratio wheel the ratio is right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I do four ounces of chicken and I do this much blue cheese, what does it come out to? It's like, all right, I need more blue cheese. So then once I figure out, okay, I need a half a cup of blue cheese. So that's a lot. Yeah. All right. I throw the half a cup of blue cheese into the bowl and then I add the lettuce after like, all right, how much lettuce do I have to add to this to make this edible? Where it's not, you know, too much blue cheese dressing and it's disgusting. And then once you have that salad down, then you just always know, and you're not having to track it so hard. At the beginning, you're tracking it. But I just know that this much dressing in my bowl versus this much cold cuts or this much chicken or this much steak. Yeah. That's another thing. I do steak salads. Everything I eat turns into a salad. Like even like pork loin. You know, I cook a por I cook pork. I give it to the kid with um mac and cheese or mashed potatoes or something. And then for me, I just always throw mine on a salad. I just chop it up right there. You know, I cut her slices. I cut her up, like cut it up for a kid. And I cut mine up like I'm cutting it for a kid. Put it in my salad. Boom. Done. Help me with something. Yeah. Some bullshit keto stuff out there. Because like I go to um, one store and I get the keto bread. Eight grams of carbs, eight grams of fiber. Okay. So yeah. once again, keto net counts with keto, right? Net counts with keto. Keto, you go by that. But little like asterisk is I only do it for fiber. Um. And if it's something like Atkins um, bars and Atkins frozen meals, they do, somehow in this little teeny frozen dinner, there's like 60 grams of fiber or 60 grams of carbs and 50 grams of fiber. It's like, I don't believe it. Like, I just don't believe it. That. And I've heard others say it just doesn't. Yeah. It's like, like maybe they just dump like um, whatever that fiber powder is in it. Which I can believe. Yeah. So like, like 
but that's just that's just extremes. Yeah. But that's like I said, where where just because you see keto on on the label, yeah, doesn't mean it's really keto. There's no reg- there's not a regulation on it. There is a bread, and I think you know which one I'm talking about. But it says keto bread, and it's like no, it's eight grams of carbs, six grams of fiber. Like no, you're just whole wheat bread. Yeah, three or four is fine. It's it's it's. It's something to where, yeah, three grams of net carbs because you've got to stay under 20. The trick is you don't eat more than four sandwiches a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing with keto bread is Once. unless you're getting the one – unless you're spending more money and getting the one carb bread, yeah, um, you only have one sandwich. And that's another yeah. thing to where it's like you can do keto breads, but because of that, it's like it's only in moderation. So someone just starting out, I would tell them to avoid keto breads because you want to get out of the habit like it would be harder now to start keto because there's so many good keto products out there yeah see because when i like i think i said this already but i'm eating salads so long that for me to have a keto bread sandwich now is such a huge treat it's great but you go to keto sandwiches you're just pounding sandwiches like no tomorrow like i've done that i've been guilty of that too yeah it's like oh low carb wraps i eat five wraps yeah it's low carb like ultras Yes. I quit drinking yep. when I started keto because I seen that you can drink ultras and it's like, yeah, but it's three carbs. And it's not just that it's three carbs, it's so many calories. And then because it's a percentage of your calories type thing, the way that the math works out is if you drink five of those and now that's 500 calories and you've only eaten um, a thousand calories for the day, that a high percentage of your numbers is just empty you know, it's just carbs. Is nothing else. Yeah, no the, the stuff adds that. up. That's a, that's the real thing. Yeah. It adds the stuff, up. The stuff adds up. Yes. It adds up. And really, I think it's better to, you know, stay away from the fake, like not the fake, but like um, keto things where it's like trying to be like other things, like like bread isn't keto. So there's like keto bread or keto pasta. Like I'm starting to enjoy those now, but I catch myself to where. It's like you eat a piece of chicken and dip it in ranch or which is that's that's also another like trick. Once you figure out you just dip your your chicken or whatever you're eating in ranch, as long as you're dipping it in ranch or mayo or you're some good. kind of mayo <laughs> thing, some, you're good. Yeah. And that's yeah. just what it is. It's like, okay, I'm I'm having chicken. Let me just make sure like I made um chicken thighs. I got them from sprouts to where like they marinated them themselves and everything. So all I had to do was throw it in the in the oven. Mm-hmm. And I took it out and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm, I'm not thinking like, okay, I got to whip up some crazy keto side. It's like, all right, let me just dump some ranch on it, you know? And they're basically just, it's like eating a salad, but without the lettuce. So I was just dipping the chicken in ranch. It didn't even need it because it was, it just, I cooked it so good because I'm awesome like that. <laughs> it was, it, you know, you're just doing it like, okay, you know, I guess I'll have to dip this in this delicious ranch dressing instead of eating it dry. Yeah, you know, you're then, selling you it know, very good, Bob. <laughs> and um, the ranch dressings and the mayo, there's so many different things. You Like um, like sugar-free barbecue sauce is good, but it's not great. Yeah. But if you mix a sugar-free barbecue sauce with mayo, it turns into the cool, the most awesome dip you'll ever dip chicken into or pork or steak or anything. It just gives it that smoky flavor. Yeah, so my meals, my like the lunch I was – when I first started – I was always doing whatever salad, you know, just like I used to eat sandwiches every day for lunch, but you could change a sandwich. You know, you could have a burger this day, a ham and cheese sandwich this day. The salad, there's infinite, you know, chicken Caesar today, chicken ranch and bacon tomorrow, chicken avocado, whatever. It's infinite salads. But then for the entree, it's like you got your veggie, you got your protein, and then you're dipping it in some sort of fat. 
that's the trick, you know? And once you see what your plate looks like, you know, like, okay, here's, here's a keto plate. It's this much of some sort of high fat salad, this much of meat and this much of the fat dip. And the trick is, is if you go back for seconds, you can go back for seconds, you can go back for thirds and you really should in the beginning because like your body's converting. So just do it, whatever it takes to stay with your numbers, do it, you know? Yeah. But if I go back for seconds, you can't just grab a piece of chicken. You have to make that whole plate again. You know what I mean? Or a smaller version of it to where it's this much fat, this much chicken, You're keeping the ratios. Meat. You're keeping the ratios, yeah. When I had my, I think it was like two or three weeks, I went with it. I just kind of just, I don't know what happened. I just, I went into it and went out of it. But I, with my experience it's hard, with it's it. It's hard to get to start. It's, it's a job getting started. And it's, it worked yes. for me because um, I was my uh, girlfriend. At the time, we went to it. We you went, guys did it together. We full in. We, we, we did it together. And for some reason, we took that, you know, I mean, I had a hard time quitting smoking. It took me so long to do it. And I had a hard time, you know, you have a hard time getting used to the gym or whatever. Yeah. But for whatever reason, we went hardcore on keto when we did it. And I think it was because we did it together. And also, like, the more structured it is, because my wife is kind of, she's circling the airport on it. And she's saying, yeah. well, what's. What's with the difference between Atkins? So, yeah, and, and you know what, Bob? This is a good talking point for you because she's saying to me, what's the difference between Atkins and keto? And I said, no, it's the oh, high the, fats. The and she goes, no, when I did Atkins, I did high fats. Like, no, you did sometimes, no, but no, you just, no. you focused on zeroing in the carbs. Now, yeah. my experience, when I zeroed in the numbers, because you and me use that calorie counting app, okay? So, yeah. My experience with it was I'm going to, I made the math so good. I got so good at the math. I made it so precise that like I left myself enough leeway that I could eat whatever she had ready for dinner and I'd be okay. Like the numbers would just even out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I put, that's, yeah, you're leaving yourself. That, that's impressive. It's because you're also, it's, it's, a, you're breaking a habit. Yeah. That's why I say stay away from the keto breads when you're first starting is because it's like, no. Break out of the habit of eating good. sandwiches. You, you want to see what you want to get used to not eating bread. Yes. You want it to be that you get used to it because what happens is, and what's key is when you stop eating it for a long time, I got, um, I'm treating myself. I'm, I'm taking, it's funny we're doing this conversation now because I don't do cheat meals very often. I do cheat meals. I, I do. Yeah. But I like, and it'll just be the most random thing. And you know what the best cheat meals are? It's just like the cheapest, like a box of Velveeta mac and cheese. Is, <laughs> you know, does, yeah. Instead of spending so much money in a restaurant, you just just do that. Mm -hmm. You'll enjoy it more. But um, so I'm taking it. My birthday's coming up, so I'm taking a break. That's just, right. You know, I, I, yeah, right we, now. we were talking about it. Birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, so I did. Um, oh, so I did Chinese food, and I did um, fried rice, and I, I didn't even like it. You know, and it wasn't that it came out that they cooked it bad or anything, but you just, when you stop eating something, you know what I mean? You, you just stop liking it. You know, I, like you said, if I was on a regular diet, I was eating chicken, sweet potato, and broccoli, like the, the traditional muscle man diet. Yeah. I did that for so long that it's still one of my favorite meals that I would crave it every day because every day I'm eating it. And, you know, you don't have to eat the same meal every day, but you get yourself a handful of them. Oh, let me go back to the Atkins question because I didn't even yeah. touch it. So difference between Atkins and keto is Atkins, you can have fat, but keto, you have to have fat. Yes. And keto, you have to have a lot of fat. Like yeah. when you first start keto, it seems obscene, the amount of fat that you're eating until you figure out how to do it right. 
And that's where it comes in. Like the first, I was trying to do, I thought chicken salad would be good. And when I say, I mean like chicken and mayo, but white meat chicken is so high in protein and has zero fat. You have to put so much mayo in it to make it work. It's disgusting. So I like, you do something like that. And I remember thinking like, okay, you really have to plan in advance. Like I was planning, like you want to have a sheet of paper and you could do tests before you start it. Like, all right, let me find some keto meals. Let me have a cob salad for lunch today. Let me make a cob salad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me do the, like I always do, um, you can do chicken, but you just do chicken thighs instead. And you get the ones that are they, uh, boneless, skinless. It's, they're so easy to cook and they're like forgiving. Like you could overcook it five minutes and it's, and it's still awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean, Oh, so the wife just made um, chicken thighs. Chicken thighs are, chicken thighs are the best. Yeah. And they're the fattiest part yeah. of the chicken. Yeah. Oh, so the difference is too, is not, so that's the difference in how, in, in the actual like technical part of it. But what makes it different is that when you're on Atkins, Atkins, you are weak and you are angry all the time Yeah. because your blood sugar's all messed up. And that's when you go pig out. That's when you're like, oh, I'm, I'm starving because, you know, your blood sugar's Because you have a freak out. You're like you just lose your mind. Out, you're, you have a freak out and you lose your mind. And then you go and stuff your face. Keto, that never happens. Like keto, or I'm sorry, once you get into ketosis, that's another thing with keto, is you have to do keto for so many days and then your body changes, which I've went, um, I've quit smoking and no one else has said that the keto flu is this. There's people who say, oh, you get the keto flu. When your body converts, you get sick and that's called the keto flu. It's withdrawals. No one has ever said it's withdrawals, but I swear it's withdrawals because I've had withdrawals. You have sugar withdrawal. When you quit sugar, it it's it's rough and it's and it's funny because it's like real quick like you know you quit cigarettes it's like a couple weeks or a few weeks of of it you know besides the mental habit i'm just talking the physical part yeah but when you quit sugar like three days into it i'm i was at work i was on a call and um and it just hit me and i just like was like furiously mad and i felt terrible and it was just like a, a few hours or something where i was just like you know i didn't know what was wrong but i'm like like almost yelling at a customer and my face is beat yeah. red or something. And it's like, okay, some, something's off. And it was because you're like detoxing from the sugar. So anyway, so now you get off sugar. Now you're in ketosis to where your, your body's burning fat instead of sugar. Cause mm. that's why you get fat is your body's just, you know, trying to get rid of the Milky ways instead of trying to get rid of the fat in your body. My body's just always getting rid of the fat in my body. And once you make that changeover, you don't eat nearly as much food and that's the good stuff. You don't eat nearly as much food and like you don't wake up so starving and you don't get hangry, which is my biggest problem was like, if I didn't eat every two hours, I, I can't think straight. So now you, on keto, you don't have that to where, and that's why people are like, okay, well, why are this intermittent fasting? How did that get tied in with keto? Intermittent fasting is when you don't eat for a very long period of time. It's because once you're in keto, you can, you can skip meals. I've never skipped a meal in my life till I started keto. And like now I'll, I'll work and not eat lunch. And I don't think anything of it. You know, I don't know that that's the wisest thing to do, but it's just like, I'm not like, I used to be able to tell the time because I could feel like, okay, it must be 11 o'clock because I'm that hungry. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling that like the hunger is I could, I know I need sugar. At, I could feel it. I could tell you what time it is by my blood sugar, but your blood sugar isn't spiking and going down constantly. You could get away with eating 1,200 calories and not feel like you're um, suffering. Like you God do on Atkins. Atkins, you're miserable. And that's why it's harder to keep up. 
I've been on keto for like years and I'm not like, I'm not upset about it. Like if I come home and there's pizza on the table, I'm going to eat the pizza. You know what I mean? But I don't need to go order a pizza, you know, but if you put pizza in front of me and it smells delicious, like, you know, there's only so much I can do. And, but, it, and really, if you're just on top of it, it's just a little stunt in your day. It's not like you're losing your and going buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, like, well, exactly, I mean, I'm eating exactly. this pizza. Get over it. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And you find replacements for each thing. Like instead of um, pizza, once you find like, OK, well, if I use this um, brand of, you know, it's a little hard to find a sauce that's that's low carb. But you find one like Rao's, R-A-O, that's a low carb one. Yeah. It's expensive. But their Prego or Prego has a um, farmer's market, which is the same numbers, but it costs like two dollars for a huge jar of it. So and it's good. It's awesome. I got a pizza sauce in the cabinet. It's like two or three carbs for a quarter of a cup, which is a good amount. Not a yes. lot. Now you take that sauce. So now you miss pizza, right? So you take that sauce. You make sausages. Yeah. Or you make meatballs or you make both. Now you put those in the bowl. You put just the light amount of sauce on it, really like the least amount you can get away with. You put a, put sauce in it. Yeah. And then you throw regatta in there. Yeah. Throw, I saw that um, one. You sent me a picture. That looked good. Yeah. You throw regatta in it and you throw um good Parmesan or Romano cheese. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's all, and there's, and, you know, then there's variations on, on that. So once you figure out like, okay, well make pizza just without the sauce, you know, just, okay, I'll just do meat, sauce, cheese. And like, you just Parmesan everything. You know what I mean? Like, um, take sausage, put the mozzarella, regatta, and the grated cheese on it, and you eat it like that. And now, like that, that to me, I mean, I don't know if it's as good as like a really good fresh, you know, really good slice of pizza. Pizza is like the one thing that that's my cheat meal. You know what I mean? Because there's just something about, and like if I'm like, you know, I haven't done this in a while. Something about ordering a pizza and eating it with the wife and kid, yeah, just sharing a pizza. Yeah. So like that, I'll I'll save my cheats for that. But then McDonald's, I get a double quarter pounder with cheese without the bun. And people, so many people are doing it now that I don't get, no one gives me a hard time about it. And if you're nervous about doing it, you do it on the app on your phone and you order it. You don't even have to talk to anybody. That's a good uh, go-to. I think it was even like yeah. uh, the triple cheeseburger. It was like the it was triple, triple cheeseburger, yeah, triple no ketchup and uh, no bun, no ketchup. No bun, no ketchup. You could get probably get away with ketchup, but ketchup's like five carbs. So I always, if I can, if I can do without it, I do without it. And I have sugar-free ketchup at home that now that I'm used to it, tastes the same to me. So if I really wanted it, I could put that on it. But you put Thousand Island on it instead, and it's ten times better. And it's you're adding more fat to it. We got such a nostalgia relationship with ketchup because of dad put the ketchup in the steaks and ketchup. I'm, I'm like tired of ketchup. <laughs> like I could, that's an easy yeah, like. Um, I could just I would rather dip my burger in mayo than ketchup, and it's just which is yeah the triple cheeseburger. You and even a mustard. I got one from um now Burger mayo King. Mayo and mustard on a burger is a great combination. You know who makes a uh, yeah. Burger King? For some reason, I went to Burger King because we had the um. Well, we did a Beatles show. Steve was here with his family and all that. And I went out and got like chicken nuggets for all the kids and everything. And then um, I stuck myself a triple cheeseburger. (laughs) Granted, with the bun, I wasn't on keto. But for some reason, whoever mixed it or was just the way Burger King gets down, this triple cheeseburger was like all mustard. And I'm like, this is awesome. (laughs) It was great. It was just like, (laughs) it was the most mustardy bacon burger I've ever had. I'm like, yeah. 
yeah, they do the, the worst. Their worst burger is the Whopper, and that's like they won the push the most. It's like now nah, you get the doubles or the triples, or like the double stackers when they whenever they do those with with bacon and whatever sauce. Yeah, those are really good. So now you can't get the fries. That sucks. Um, but it sucks for you. Doesn't suck for me. I don't really miss it. And it's nice when you go with someone else because I always take the kid, and the kid loves McDonald's, of course. Yeah. I always get to steal one of her fries. And then I eat the fry, and I'm like, that's ah, stale because there's always, you always get crappy <laughs> fries. I, I don't think I've ever gotten good fries in my life or in the last however many years. You never get good fries anymore, you know? Or maybe I just don't like them anymore, but I eat it and I'm like, okay, so that's what it is. No big, you know. Yeah, I think it's a transition. I think I think from what you're describing, I think there's a lot of signs to that blood sugar thing because I know. Oh, that's the whole thing. That's the only reason I'm still doing it. I'm scared to stop because once my blood sugar goes, I did the cheat meal yesterday with the Chinese food. Yeah. I woke up starving today, and I never wake up. So I don't eat. I don't eat breakfast at all. You know, I yeah. eat lunch, and I eat lunch as late as I can because I just figured the later I could eat it, the better. You know, I try to hold out till one. I, w- I woke up. You know, I'm like. I gotta eat something. I'm eating I eat like two sandwiches. I'm using the keto bread. I'm just like pounding sandwiches. I feel like I got a better balance now than I used to because I used to just go like calorie or whatever it was. And I'd have those freakouts. And even that time where I lost a lot of weight, we talked about it before. That one time where I lost a lot of weight, I'd have my yeah. every once in a while freakout. And um, yeah. it was just like a straight up it's freakout. And I said like weak. Yeah, it's it's. it's it's painful. You're suffering. That's what it is, is to lose weight on without or just losing weight. You, you got to suffer to do it. Really, even keto, you're suffering. But mm-hmm. the physical suffering that you're doing on a, on an oh, on Atkins, you know, Atkins is one of those diets to where people lose a ton of weight to where they need to get like skin graft surgery because they lost it so fast because it does work. If you stick to it, it works great. Yeah. But then it just comes right back. And whenever it comes right back, you always put on more weight than you lost. It's just how it works. You did the yo-yo diet thing. Yeah. And that's what, what Atkins done does. So me right now, I'm at my lowest weight I've ever been yeah. right now because um, I'm not, it's so easy for me to stay on keto because I enjoy it so much. And I don't have the, I've got separated. So I don't have someone wanting to go eat at the Chinese restaurant every day. Asian American restaurants, very difficult on keto. Just you're, you're just not going to them. There's no Chinese, there's, there's no keto on a Chinese menu. Yeah. Maybe the teriyaki beef sticks, you know, <laughs> but like that's, you know, that's it. There's, there's just, there just isn't. It's all noodles and rice and it's all sugar. Every, every sauce is sugar and soy, sugar. And soy sauce is the base for like every Chinese American restaurant dish, you know, but sports bars, like I'll order a burger without the bun. Even Mm. if I were to quit keto, I could still eat a burger without the bun. I'm just used to it now. It's just one of the meals I eat all the time. Yeah. But I'd rather have the mayonnaise than the bun. If it tell you the truth, there is, um, that's what it is. You just, Joe, put that, that's the name of the episode is I'd rather have the mayo instead of the bun because I always would like, yeah, if, because if I'm going to say, let's say traditional diet where it's like low carb, um, high protein, right? So yeah. traditional diet versus keto diet, you would think like, okay, well, are you going to have the turkey sandwich, but you got to do it with mustard and you got to do it with this whole wheat bread, or are you going to do a cheeseburger, you know, put some mayo on it, put some mustard on it, or put Thousand Island on it, or even do like an avocado bacon burger, which is like the most keto dish ever. I didn't even mention avocados. I forgot all about that. 
once you like an avocado bacon burger or guac, if you don't like that, or, you know, it's easier to get a guacamole bacon burger and guacamole get Walmart. They have those little individual things of them. They're like a buck each. And you just, uh, you just eat them. That's one of the things I'd always keep in the fridge when I first started is like the same amount of fat as mayo, but I would much rather have a cheeseburger without the bun than a dry Turkey sandwich. Yeah. Um, but I have to eat mustard on it. I would much rather have the burger. You know, if I'm doing a calorie thing and I get a, I get a salad, I get this light blue cheese. Like, Hey, oh, I can't, terrible. I can't tell it's light. It's pretty good, but no. And I, I got out of that. Like I'm never doing that again. I'm never doing the light salad dressing that, again. It doesn't fulfill just, you. Yeah, no, give me something. You. Give me the full fat yeah. blue cheese. I get the extra chunk. Like I get the blue cheese with the yeah. most calorie. I get the ultimate super blue cheese. Like, you know, Oh, and it's just, oh, I'll one up you, Joe. I'll one up you. When you're just gonna change your life. Is I don't buy blue cheese dressing. I put ranch dressing on the salad, and then I throw in the crumbled blue cheese. If you just have ranch dressing in your house, you can do a ranch salad with with um Parmesan cheese and a lots of black pepper. Yeah, you got a Parmesan peppercorn salad. Yeah, you do um ranch dressing with blue cheese crumbles. Now you got like a blue cheese thing going. But if you do ranch dressing, and if you do it with a really sharp cheddar. Not coldy jack, but you get like a super sharp cheddar and you mix it with ranch and bacon and it turns into like a whole new thing that, that's awesome. And you get the bacon bits are cheap as heck now and it's like real bacon and you're, thro- you're throwing bacon in all your salads. So like when I say salads, you're, you're, if you're thinking you're not, it's not like um, the light vinaigrette, you know, spring mix salad. My salads are like drenched in awesome dressings and they got cheese in them and bacon bits, you know? Um, But even with that, like you said, you find a couple things like cheeseburger, no bun, chicken wings with extra blue cheese. And that's the best part is not only are you eating chicken wings, but I have to actually be like, you know what? Let me make sure I get that extra blue cheese because I got to get my fat. Yeah. You know? So you always got like, you can't just do, they give you like two ounces for 10 wings. You have to do like four ounces and then your numbers come out right. Like in terms of starting and getting used to it. Yeah. Here's real easy dishes. If you're just like, okay, get used to your burger and, you know, make them at home if you're nervous about ordering it somewhere. Or, you know what, get, get the double quarter pounder of cheese from McDonald's and then just take the bun off yourself. You know, you don't, if you don't want to ask for it, just to move things along. But, you know, it's a small thing you get used to. But you can survive on chicken wings and burgers for the first week easily. Even if I wasn't, like, if you just told me, hey, Bob, eat chicken wings and burgers all week and didn't even tell me it was called keto, I'd be like, all right challenge accepted i'll, I'll do that <laughs> you know you just we, you got to find those ones where you're like i enjoy this it's not like i could tolerate this find ones where you're like no this meal is awesome and i i would be happy to eat this every day and once you find those you just stick with those at first until you get it down and then you can start messing around with like all right let me see um you know what else what else i could do i have learned um the trial and error and how does my day go? Because I have like my, I basically have two breaks at work. I have like a, a paid and an unpaid, like a shorter one, but like two times to eat at work. I got, right. and I, I'm just t- telling the story. I got paint the picture. Dude, I got yeah. four 10 hour days. So it's like, and at first I was like, let me skip my breakfast and make two full meals for those two breaks. And what would happen was yeah. I would come home starving because <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'd come home and just shovel 
shovel food in my face. And then it was like yeah. dinner coming. Okay. So I said, okay, this ain't working. So I try to find the first part was find my balance for when I come home. So I was like, okay, I got to eat breakfast. Because I was thinking, let me skip breakfast. No, let me eat breakfast. Let me eat a full lunch. And even my lunch was like the keto bread, like something filling, which it kind of detracts from the conversation we're having. But I was like finding my balance, what works, like you said before, yeah. find what's – so let me get to a point where I'm like eating but not coming home starving. And that's, yeah, you know, finding a balance kind of thing. And and when I, I lost weight, I, I actually lost more weight on a traditional diet than keto. Yeah. I did keto and I lost – like, like I was, I kept plateauing and keto just like, I just blew through the pat, plateau, but I stuck with it. Not just because the people ask, ask me like, why aren't you, why are you still on it? You're, if you're so, if you're skinny now, they well, because I want to stay skinny and also I enjoy it. You know, I'm enjoying it so much. Well, it's like a fun way to live. constantly <laughs> stressing it. Yeah. That's how I finally figured out. And that's how I lost. You can lose weight on those. And the way to do it is you got to graze. That was the only way that I figured out I could do it was I had to eat like five meals a day. I was like, all right, I have a couple eggs. It was like, it was, and at 10 o'clock I had this and then lunch I had this because I, if I kept my blood sugar at the right number and that's where I said like, yeah, I could tell you it was 11 o'clock because I could feel it. I could feel that I, I was, and I could feel it on how hungry I was. Where now I'll just space out and I'll be like, oh crap, it's five. I didn't eat lunch today. You know, maybe get yourself in a good place before, maybe get that going before you switch to keto, I don't know if that make a difference or not. Well, no, I'm because I'm I'm circling around it better now because I'm having a balance. The 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 small balance I'm having now at the good place is like, how do I not like bust through the house and just binge because I overstarve my myself? Yeah, in a ten hour day, I yes. overstarve myself. So the part where because we we've mentioned it before, keto will do that if that's what you if that's what you're getting at. Is yes, that's. That's why I'm doing it because yeah. I'm the same as you to where I, I was doing the same thing. We mentioned before it's, it's, and I, I, I keep talking about the story and the story is becoming further, further away is how I lost all that weight. The one vacation I was super skinny and I was like, how did I do it? And the reason I did it was a couple things. First of all, I had two jobs at that point. Like I was put my wife to nursing school. Yeah. And oh, so your job was running. Oh, the, the amount of miles that you were doing. Oh, my job, job is not physical. Like it used unreal. to be, but I was just, yeah, that, but yeah. I would pack cottage. I, I had a thing with cottage cheese, salsa and eggs. So for breakfast, I would yeah. eat eggs and um, salsa. And then I would bring salsa and cottage cheese to one job. And I would bring the salsa and cottage cheese and the Tupperware to the other job. So it was easy to pack, easy to do. But I was basically starving myself. To a point. Yes. And I would treat myself for like at the barbecue restaurant, I would throw some rib scraps in there, <laughs> you know, or the Italian yeah. restaurant, I throw a little Romano cheese on it. Like I'd spice it up with the different places. But for whatever reason, I, I was just so dedicated. I said, screw it. I'm doing it. And I was just chugging water, chugging water. I think that's big. That's big. Yeah. I, I'm not chugging the water like I should. The water's a big part. Everyone, yeah, confuses thirst with hunger. Yeah. And um, I'm figuring that out more and more because I'm really bad at that. You know, and I had medical issues, and I'm pretty sure it was due to dehydration because I got in a real bad habit of I stopped drinking with meals 
Like I'm not one to just go drink a cup of water. I never do that. I still don't. Me do neither. That. Me neither. I really should. I have to, I really have to force myself to do it. And then I got to the point to where I wasn't drinking with my meals. You know, I had a uh, incident or whatever to where like health thing, and it came up like how much you know how much water do you drink? And I was like, I can't remember the last time I drank anything. I just I just got out of the habit. Like what a stupid thing, you know. And I'm trying to think like when's the last time? Because I was that's what it was. I I quit soda, and that's all I used to drink. So then I just wasn't drinking anything. Mm. For some reason, to get like some free like nicotine gum or nicotine patches or whatever, uh, I've quit smoking. I'm I'm totally off nicotine right now. But there was um somebody was like it was like a instructional CD how to quit cigarettes, and they said like, hey, when you get this urge, take a swig of water and switch the thought. I transitioned that oh, to yeah. eating the, the power of habit. The Power the Habit, power yeah. Power Habit is a great book. Maybe that was it, but it was a it was a CD that came with some nicotine gum. So I don't know if it was related to that, but it was, I oh. learned, do I feel like eating something? I'm like, I feel like eating, swig some water. And I just kept chugging water and I got in that habit, which, once again, you got to go, you know, to break those habits or the, the science of breaking a habit. But, um, yeah, it's doable and that, yeah, it's doable and you nailed it, but it's not sustainable. Like doing a regular diet like that, you know, it, it's just hard. It's very hard, you know, but people can do it. Whatever I did that one time where I lost that insane amount of weight, like I can't even fathom doing it again. Like I keep telling my yeah. wife, like, oh, I'm doing it again. Get get the salsa and the cottage cheese. I'm like, I can't do this bullshit again. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. It was just like, no, nah, I need a little something more, a little, yeah. a little more live. I still got to live, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's what made keto easy, keto to start. Get your meals like, okay, I got a list of uh, two or three lunches and two or three dinners that are keto. And then these snacks like cheese sticks are good or are, are, mm -hmm. are, are always good to eat those. You're always good to eat. It's like deviled eggs. Deviled eggs are like perfect keto numbers. Yeah. I used to do um, oh egg salad. I'll just do egg salad in a Tupperware. And I was eating that. But that was one of those things like I ate it every day for like two weeks. And then like I couldn't eat egg salad again ever. See, if I have those two breaks, yeah, I can make two things of egg salad and just come home and yeah for work for work it's perfect because just going there with a nice little tupperware mm -hmm. it's just so convenient to do it but you get your you find your your meals that that you like and then you always have to have the fridge stocked with that stuff at first because what happens is at first you're making a serious change to your diet and you're not getting the benefit of being in ketosis and not being hungry all the time so you're mm -hmm. still going to need to eat all the time but now you're eating foods to where it is, you know, not what you're used to and not as good as what yeah. you're used to. But the key is, is that you stock up the fridge with them and you know, okay, as, you know, as long as for lunch, so I eat egg salad, I could eat the, the macros, all right? I can eat as much as I want. And you have to stick with that. And some people that I know have done it, they're like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to overdo it. And then, and then I just said, screw it and ate pasta. It's like, well, no, that's the point is you just gorge yourself that first week until you're in ketosis. Because the point is, isn't to lose weight in the beginning. The point is, is to survive until you hit ketosis, because that's the good stuff. Now it gets easier. Gotcha. I did. Um, I would do fat coffees or bulletproof coffees, and that's where I don't do them anymore. But to get a head start on those numbers, because you know you have to have so much fat. Yes. So you, that's why people put butter in coffee. That's where that came from. Is they, they call the bulletproof coffee. You take a and you gotta use a blender, and do it. Don't just mix it in because then like floats like oil. Gotcha. Like an oil spill. It's gross. Yeah, it's like a broken fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> yeah. If you use um, 
butter, like two cups of coffee, two tablespoons of butter, one or two, I forget. I haven't done that one in a while, but there's a billion recipes on online. But the butter, and then I don't do milk anyway, so that, you know, because so that wasn't a problem. But heavy cream, that's more fat. So now if you take, you do butter, heavy cream, and one of those sugar-free like syrup things, like hazelnut something, it's it's the most awesome freaking cappuccino coffee in the world. And now this is something where it's like, it's not like a treat. This is something like, no, I better have my coffee to fix my numbers. So that was one of my go-to things is my numbers were ever off. And I would keep decaf coffee in the house too, in case it was too late because I'm gotcha. too old. So caffeine keeps me up at night is I would just have a fat coffee. Everyone calls it bulletproof coffee. I call it fat coffee. I don't know why, but it's just straight fat. So it, like if my numbers are off, it's like, all right, how many coffees do I got to drink to fix this? And it got, you know, and you enjoy them. And I'll drink one on the way to work every day. And it's like, I banged out 200 calories of just straight fat. I got a huge head start. So now if I have too much chicken or if I have not enough mayo, or if I, you know, if, if the bread, if the keto bread turned out to be not as keto as I thought it was, or they lied or something, you know, mm-hmm. I'm covered. I got a head start on the Gotcha. Day. Just to kind of paint the picture, tell me about your results with keto. Like, give me, give me the numbers, give me the weights and everything you've, you've achieved. Right. With it. Uh, so I'm, um, the highest I ever got was just over 200 pounds, but I'm very short. I'm like five, four, five, mm-hmm. five. So, um, the highest I ever got was 200 something pounds. And I'm, the, and, and I was like, I've heard, I heard other people on the phone say, yeah, Bob's here. You know, the fat guy. I was, I got to that point where I actually heard somebody say that. I was like, okay, I'm now the fat guy. That. That is when I started. I did a regular diet and I got down to like, I would get down to like 180 maybe. And I'd go back up. I go back down because I do the diets where it's like chicken breast and broccoli and nothing else. You know, no, no fat and um, just mustard, which I hate. So I kept yo yoing between those numbers. So then I got good with the gym and I got it. I kept it at 180 for a little bit. And then I met someone who told me about keto. And once I heard that he could eat, chicken wings, you know, chicken wings were like an acceptable meal on it. That's what sold me on it. Once I did that, now the diet did not feel like a chore once I hit ketosis. And I went from 180 down to 160 or 165. So it wasn't a huge weight loss. It was 15 pounds, but I'm a small guy. 15 pounds on me shows, you know, yeah. you see me no, 15 pounds less, you, you notice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not like one of the guys where I'm not Jared with the big pants where I got yeah. that big. But now I got down to 165, but here's the key is that's um 2014 or 15 I started. And I haven't been on it 100% since, you know, like I do treat myself, you know. Uh, I'll have an ice cream here or there. I'll I'll do pizza um here or there. And, but I was doing it so good to where I'm at the point to where sometimes I say, you know what? I should have a cheat meal. Like sometimes you feel like, cause you're eating keto, eat a lot of crappy food. And like how you said, there's, there's different variations of keto. One's mm-hmm. called dirty keto and really dirty keto is still keto. And dirty keto just means like, you're not so like, cause every time you look at a keto thing, like, Oh, what's keto? Like, Oh, well you make sure to eat these whole foods and eat avocados and eat this. And it's like, I mean, that's good to do. But that doesn't make a difference for keto. Keto does not care. Keto doesn't care if it's mayo or avocado. Keto does not give a, you know, it does, it does keto not. Keto just looks at numbers. It's like the matrix. <laughs> yeah. And I was definitely, I definitely did um, 
dirty keto to start. And you know what? That's why I used to do cheat meals and now I don't have to come to think of it because I don't do that anymore. Mm. But once I figured out a double quarter pounder with cheese, oh, you know what else is too? Sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin from McDonald's, which is my favorite thing to eat in the entire world. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, that's my favorite thing to eat, I think. Like that's like a birthday meal for me. Actually, I'm getting it tomorrow for my birthday. I'm going to go get one. But <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I would do, yeah. So they were doing a two for four special on those. So I would get two of them and I would do it and I would just take the English muffins off of it and just eat it with a fork and knife. And it was delicious. And it was close enough to the, you know, I didn't miss the bread. The bread isn't the best part of the sandwich. The bread just holds it together. The best part is the sausage and the, the sausage, the egg and the cheese. Yeah. You know, so that's how I ate all the time and eating like that. I would get to points to where I was like, I feel like I should like eat some good food right now. So I'd eat like Panera or something, you know, or cook something where it was like quinoa and, you know, this and this, even though it was like carbs, like, let me have a cheat meal, but like a good sheet. Like just quality like carbs. Replenish. Yeah. Let me get some. Yeah. Because one thing with keto is if you're eating like that, we're eating because you could eat, you could literally eat McDonald's for lunch and dinner on keto and lose weight. That's the whole point of keto is you can find, once you figure out the meal that you like at a fast food restaurant, that's keto, that's technically keto. Yeah. So you can eat your sausage, egg and cheese McMuffins in the morning. You know, you have to eat more of them because you're taking the bread off at first and you're not, you, your body hasn't adjusted. So gotcha. yes, now it takes two to fill you up instead of one. So you have to get the two. It costs a little bit more money in the beginning when you do it. So the trick is, is you just figure out the dishes you can cook that are keto and that's how you make up for it. Yeah. Cause you'll notice, you'll notice when you go on keto, you eat out a lot less because it's, it's just not, you know, there's a lot less choices for you yeah. out there. Oh, oh, dirty keto. Yeah. So I feel like I need to like replenish nutrients just because, you know, you're not getting enough vitamins, this or that, you know, you start feeling like crap. So I'd have to do that all the time, but now I'm not doing that so much. Like I always try to make sure I throw a lot of salads and everything. And I do, um, Oh, I, here's an easy one. I like is the bag of frozen broccoli. I do garlic and oil in the pan. I throw the bag of frozen broccoli in the microwave for four, four minutes to cook it. Right. Mm. Take it out, drain it, throw it in the garlic and oil. And then because it's keto and I could do this, I grab four slices of American cheese. So you figure one whole pan filled with broccoli. I cover the entire thing with American cheese and put the lid on it and melt the cheese. And I don't even need meat with it. Like I've, I could just straight eat a vegetarian meal, which I've never done in my life. I never had a vegetarian meal. Yeah. And now I do that all the time. I have a bag of broccoli with oil and American cheese and butter. And it is the most delicious thing in the world. Yeah. See, you're selling. So I try to do stuff like that. So I'm getting, yeah. So I'm getting, so that's, that's getting away from dirty keto because dirty keto is, I actually recommend dirty keto to get into ketosis just to make it easier for yourself. Yeah. Like just do whatever you got to do to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Get the bait. Yeah. Eat a baconator every day for a week. If that's your favorite, you know, mm. alternate, you could alternate baconators, chicken wings, you know, and, and, um, it's doable. It's doable. And the, the, the rigidity or like the, the, the fact that it's the rules, like you said, you did good on the diet, on the traditional diet when you just went 100% in. Do you yeah. know you have to go 100% in? Here's the thing that left off is that a regular diet, they say like one out of 10 of your meals, like, or was it like one of your out of 10 of your meals, go ahead and eat whatever you want. That doesn't happen on, on keto because it throws you out of ketosis, you know? So it takes, then it takes you five days, you know, the three to five days to get back into it. Yeah. So you don't, you can't cheat on keto. That's a big thing. Yeah. You can, but you want to space them out. I would say at least two weeks apart. 
you would have to space them out. And honestly, in the beginning, I would say go four weeks. Like if I had to write, if I were to write a plan and sell it. Go four weeks straight. Dollars, four weeks straight, you know, find three, three, you know, find your X mini breakfasts. My, my favorite breakfast was um, eggs, guacamole, and then like cheese and bacon or cheese and sausage. That's a super high fat meal and it does not feel like a diet. Does that sound like a diet meal? Like a sausage no, not at all. Is, a, is a keto meal. You just can't have the toast. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's, you know, it's better than eating egg whites. Instead of eating egg whites, I'm eating whole eggs and I'm putting real butter in the pan and I'm putting a lot of it in the yeah, pan. It's just, I mean? If you go in, you got to just say like, hey, I'm in. And then all of a sudden you get in that mindset, yeah. like I'm seeking out the fat. Like I am looking for fat. Yes. And it's just, yes, you have exactly. to, you have to put your, you have to, but you can't just, well, it's like the Atkins thing. You can't just say, well, I think I'm doing it. And then you shut it off and then you're not, you have to just, you have to go yeah. all in and do it. But it's something yeah, more approachable. Less, or more, more so than Atkins because Atkins, you could cheat. And then it's the next meal. You're back on Atkins. Yeah. If you eat, if you eat correct, but keto, I just ate Chinese food last night and I'm all screwed up today. Like today, I, I was I woke up starving, which I never did. I bought gummy bears from the store, which you know, it's like you know, I'm like um a drug addict. You know, I got a taste. I got a taste of of, of carbs, <laughs> and like I'm seeking them out. I'm doing yeah. tomorrow. I'm gonna go out. I haven't decided where I'm going, but I'm gonna. I'm just making it. You know, I'm keeping all in the string of it. I'm gonna um treat myself to pasta or um yes, that's that's my favorite. My favorite cheat meal has got to be Italian food. But do I'll do pasta or something, and then it's going to take me five days to get back into keto, and it's going to be a kind of a miserable, not miserable like terrible, but it's 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 going to feel like a chore for me, where normally sticking with it doesn't. Bob, definitely uh, informative, but you got my uh, interest peaked. I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Um, you got to plan ahead. Have have go in with a written plan, and do test meals first. It doesn't want to, not just meals you can tolerate, but meals to where you would order it even if you weren't on keto, if it was like getting from a restaurant. That's yeah. what you, that's what the meals you want to find. Not like, okay, I, I can survive on dry chicken and, and this is, it's like, no, you want to get something where you're like, oh my God, this is so good. I can't believe this is allowed. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you got to find meals like that and then find, you know, the more, the better. And you stock the fridge with those meals because you don't want to be stuck when you're not familiar with what to get. You don't want to be out of food and not know what to do because it, you know it doesn't come naturally to you. I could go and figure it out easy. I could look at something and be like, all right, if I'm using that brand ranch, it's only 12 grams of fat instead of instead of 19. So let me, you know, take that into account or whatever. Yeah. But before you get to that point, it's like, no, have it like, all right, here's meal one, here's meal two, here's meal three. Let me make sure I got those three meals in the fridge, or else I gotta go get those three meals. Gotcha. You got some preparation involved. I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm going to give it a shot. So you gave me, it definitely gave me a lot to think about. I'm sure somebody else researching this, you know, he's definitely a success story with it. So thanks, Bob. Yep.